welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Today, I have with us on the podcast, Mrs. Stephanie Schaus. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Carmen. Thanks for having me today. You are so gracious to share your time with me today. Hey, Stephanie, um, I'm looking forward to today's conversation just for a catch-up time with my friend. Um, And I know specifically why I've invited you in today, um, because when I learned of something God was doing in your life that was so new, I I didn't realize he had you in this particular field, and we're going to talk about it here in a little bit. Tell the (laughs) ladies a little bit about Stephanie and who Stephanie is, because there may be some that don't know Stephanie. Um, My husband and I, my husband pastors at First Baptist Church in Ramsey, Illinois, which is about an hour south of Springfield. And we've been here almost seven years. It'll be seven years this month, actually. But we've been together in pastoral ministry for almost 25 years. Mm -hmm. And God moved us to Illinois kind of out of the blue. We don't have any connection to Illinois. My husband's from Kentucky and I'm from North Carolina. So when we were praying about next steps for our family and God put Ramsey, Illinois in our path, we were kind of like, what? (laughs) Where is Ramsey, Illinois? And why would we move to Illinois? We don't, we don't know anyone there, but, but God knew exactly what he was doing. And um, we are part of an amazing church family who loves us and, and who we are seeing God work in amazing ways in our community. And we're just really happy to be here. So, you know, at the beginning of our journey together, we met in Bible college And we had all these big dreams and plans, and God had even bigger dreams and plans. And Mm -hmm. I'm thankful that He always takes us where we need to go, even if it's not what we imagined at the beginning, you know? Mm, that's good. Well, we're glad you're in Illinois. I'm glad you're in Illinois. So, and and Stephanie, tell them, um, because you said you met in Bible college, and obviously your husband is a pastor, but God has definitely had you in some leadership roles in in ministry, you know, so, and, and non-traditional for women. So share a little bit about some of those positions. Yeah, well, you know, early in my life, I knew that God was calling me to into ministry. I went to Bible college knowing that God was calling me into a life of ministry. And I had my own ideas of what that was going to look like, but I just kind of followed God for the next step. So I had a a degree in Bible and Bible teaching and then met my husband and we went into church planting ministry and, and then later on into, you know, more traditional pastoral roles. But I think the the thing that God has allowed me to be part of most is twofold. And one is writing curriculum. My degree in Bible teaching has helped with that a lot in a and being able to develop Bible studies for women or write curriculum for Bible school or camp ministries or, you know, small group devotionals for mission trips and teams and things like that. So writing curriculum is one of the things that I get to do a lot of and it's useful in our church and our local association. And then the other thing is speaking teaching the Bible um, in a speaking way. Um, It's a really great opportunity to share what God is doing and um, from a female perspective on how it relates to being a wife and a mom and how it relates to being a witness in the community. And there's nothing wrong with fun and interesting and applicable Bible studies, but I also think it's important to dig deep into God's Word and to understand the, the theology and the doctrine behind what God is saying and to apply it to our lives as well, because 
whether you're paid to do ministry or whether you're called to do ministry as a volunteer, mm-hmm. we need to be grounded in the Word of God and not do it based out of emotion or trends or whatever, but based out of what God teaches us through the Holy Spirit in His Word. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree. And and I have been able, not a, I won't say a front row seat, because I've not had a front row seat to your life, but definitely in the bleachers, you know, to watching as God has moved you in and out of different positions. And, and you've taught for us, you know, we've invited you in more than once, you know, to teach for the ladies here across Illinois. And so I'm grateful. And and um, and I've learned from you. You know, I've purposely kept connected to you to learn from you. And and I want to, that's where I kind of want to pivot to because Stephanie and I crossed paths. It's probably been, I don't know, three or four weeks ago now. And she was sharing, you know, she's like, Carmen, let me tell you what I'm up to now. And Carmen always perks her ears when I hear that. It's like, what is God doing right now? And Stephanie shared with me that she's working in a chaplaincy row. And many of you guys are in chaplaincy rows or have had some chaplaincy training. But she shared with me that she was working for um, an organization that and it was it was in the marketplace. And my antennas went up and I, I was just like I was leaning in. I wanted details because, Stephanie, I'm interested. And that's why I want you to share a little bit with our ladies, because I want to unpack that some. But that has just been a huge opportunity that's been made aware to me. I'm going to say over the last eight years and to have somebody in our area that's plugged into it. I mean, can I just say I'm hopeful of what's to come. So so tell the women uh, as much as you can tell, Stephanie, I'm going to let you even do the introduction so that you can say what you can say as far as what you're doing, what God has you doing, and maybe the organization that you're doing it for. Okay. Yes. I never expected chaplaincy to be part of God's ministry for me. You know, teaching was more my style, but, um, but I've always been the kind of person that people are drawn to conversation with, I guess, you know, standing in line at the grocery store and the, the cashier is telling me her her life story. And my husband says, I will go wait for you in the car because you know, <laughs> it's going to be a long conversation. Um, just that m- whole life. So it's just kind of an interesting way God has turned it around. So back several months ago, actually during um, COVID, I was contacted by my associational director, And he called and said, hey, there's this opportunity that's come across my path, and I thought you might be interested. And it's with an organization called Marketplace Chaplains. And they're based out of Texas, but they've been around for about 20 or 25 years, I believe. But they're a well-established chaplaincy organization, and their job is they partner with businesses around the country who um, contract with Marketplace Chaplains and ask for them to, to send chaplains to their business in order to support and encourage their employees. So um, companies that bring Marketplace in as like a benefit, one of the employees' benefits, and then Marketplace reaches out to local people that live near the businesses that they're wanting to connect with. So I serve in several locations, branches from a business that's based out of Mattoon, Illinois. And I am able to go into a local workplace and with the approval of, you know, their corporate offices and serve the employees there. And uh, Marketplace serves in a variety of places like um, retail places and businesses and factories and even long-term care places where they serve the residents as well as the employees there and things like that. And so what I get to do every day, because it feels intimidating to go into a place that is not your own necessarily and uh, share Jesus with people. But really what I get to do is walk into the business and um, walk around and check on the employees that work there and um, build relationships with them so that if they ever need chaplain services, if they ever go through a crisis, they have someone 
familiar to talk to, someone that they already know and that they already trust and feel connected with. The company, particular company that I serve, they brought in chaplain services right as COVID was hitting and mm-hmm. their employees continued to serve in their workplaces throughout the pandemic and the lockdowns, but they were very isolated because all the other social gatherings and, you know, even things like break rooms and such were closed and they were feeling very isolated and they knew their employees needed connection, but they didn't know exactly how to provide that. And I'm finding, you know, lost people are lost. Mm -hmm. They're alone. And we all go through hard stuff, but people without um, the Lord and without a church family to surround and support them, They go through all that stuff that we go through, only to do it by themselves and without necessarily direction or or any kind of support or encouragement to keep going. And I love that God has opened this door through Marketplace Chaplains to be able to walk in and say, hey, I'm here for you. You're not alone. And whether it's something kind of simple like, oh, my goodness, my toddler was throwing a tantrum this morning and I've had a rough morning. Or something serious like my spouse was diagnosed with cancer, they know they have somebody to turn to. And now that natural kind of tendency of people telling me their life stories and being an approachable kind of person has turned into a ministry where I am able to be there and walk with them through it. And um, and we have permission to share the gospel with people, but we serve every employee, no matter what their faith background is. And we um, we work mostly just to meet them where they're at and to be a light to walk alongside of them through their life. Ladies, if you're listening, we're going to put a link to Mar- Marketplace Chaplains. There'll be a link in our episode notes that you guys can click on that and check that out. Because Stephanie had told me as we were coming on to this recording that they're always looking for good, strong folks in the, you know, in the area. And I would think that as companies are giving good outcomes, seeing good outcomes, because this directly impacts employee engagement, right? Um, that that more businesses would be would be prone to turn to someplace like Marketplace Chaplains to say, bring bring them in. And that excites me because it's so evangelistic. Like you said, it's invited in because it's sort of the Daniel and the Joseph moments of the Bible. They want the outcomes. <laughs> they want the outcomes, the business, you know, side of it. I, I just love that. Stephanie, I have to ask you this question. What what are just, you know, briefly the ladies listening, if somebody's got an interest, what are the requirements for, for somebody to be able to serve through Marketplace? And I'm going to ask the obvious. Is it a volunteer position? Is it a paid position? It is a paid position. And that's been a very good benefit for our family. You, There's not any kind of uh, licensing or training requirement outside of what they, the Marketplace chaplains require you to go through their own training on how to how to have conversations and workplace protocols and that sort of thing. But so far as what kind of requirements is, you need to be a Bible-believing Christian who belongs to and is active in a Bible-believing church, and you need to be able to agree to the lifestyle commitment kind of um, living a moral lifestyle, living away the way the Bible teaches us to live, and uh, that way you are living what you are talking to people about, and then having the opportunity or the availability to be present in the work site, and then um, also being available 24-7. So I visit my people. You know, some places I'm only there for 30 minutes once a week, mm-hmm. but uh, but I'm also available 24-7. And so there's contact information that is given out to the employees, and they're able to contact their chaplains anytime they need them in emergency situations. But, mm-hmm. you know, being in a as a pastor's wife, that's sort of our MO anyways, how we yeah. operate. People might need us at any moment, so. Yeah. It's not, it felt intimidating when that was first shared with me. You've got to be on call 24 seven. And I thought, oh my, that's a big, 
big ask, mm-hmm. but um, but it has actually been a blessing because I love the people that I serve, and when they call me, it's not a burden, it's not a imposition, it's it's more like oh my goodness, they need me, I want to be there for them, and uh, that's been a really cool opportunity. And they call. Apparently, they call. Yes. Yes, not every day and sometimes not even every week, but they have the opportunity to, to send an email or to text or call me on my direct, you know, my cell phone number. And then the Marketplace Chaplains also provides an app for any of the employees of the companies they serve. And the company, the employee can log in through the MyChaps app and put their you know, their location number, their business number in, and they have access to all the chaplains that are assigned to their care and then any resources and things like, here's a here's a brochure about how to deal with grief or here's some tips on how to handle depression or anxiety or parenting uh, bulletins and things like that. They can read up on whatever issue they're dealing with. And then sometime next month, they're rolling out a feature in the app where they can video chat us as well. Uh, sometimes it's so beneficial and to see someone's facial expression helps you feel connected. And um, so many people just, they don't even need advice. Like I was worried, well, I even have an answer for people when they mm-hmm. ask me the hard questions, but really what people need is someone to listen and I can do that. And then whenever God gives the opportunity to answer, he also gives the wisdom to answer with his, mm-hmm. his words. And that's, that's always encouraging to know he's there for that. <laughs> Oh, friend, I think I'm even more encouraged listening to you today because I just chat. There's something about chaplains that are just um, I don't want to say more approachable than a pastor. So so I'm cautious how I use my words, but they're approachable. There just seems to be there just seems to be that that shepherding aspect to the to that role of chaplain, you know, and and I don't want to say um, I've got to really be careful, you know, because I love my pastors. Right. I love my pastors. Yes. But um, they just approachable is the best word I can put on it. Kind of not like the super higher holy man as much as, you know, hey, one of us. I, okay, I think of the the um, the sitcom MASH, <laughs> you know, that used to be on TV. You can still watch the sitcom reruns, you know, the 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 role of the chaplain, you know, and, and they're just kind of one of people, but people respected them because they knew they were, they were holy. They were the holy man. They were set apart, but still they were walking part of the daily life with folks. And so when I, several years ago, when I learned that a lot of marketplaces, a lot of huge corporations were starting to bring in chaplains and make them part of their regular. It really wasn't starting. It was just new to me, you know, realizing that these were a key part of their staff and not just lower level staff on the org chart. I mean, you know, getting into the, you know, the executive executive suites, they saw it as such a key position. It was just intriguing to me. And I started to watch that and, you know, just kind of research that a little bit. And so obviously when I heard, when you shared with me that this is what God had you doing right now. I was like, wow, you know, wow, because you're right. It's in in our neck of the woods and you're working for a good sized corporation. But at the same time, those good sized corporations operate out of smaller operations, you know, and to know Mm -hmm. that you've got to fit in all those worlds and invited in and what you're allowed to speak in, that is, I'm, I'm just impressed. And hopefully that God's doing more of that. Yes, it's really, I like what you're saying. I see what you're saying about the difference between a pastor and a chaplain, because most people see a pastor, when they see a pastor, he's on the platform. And so he's in a place of authority and leadership and everyone else is listening. But whenever someone in my work sites see me as a chaplain, I'm just standing next to them on the on the line at their factory, or I'm mm-hmm. standing next to them in their cubicle or at their office door, and they just, it's in the everyday and one of our jobs as chaplains is to be there for them and then to 
direct them towards a pastor to, to help them get plugged into a church family because we can't be there all the time that they need it, but mm-hmm. we know one who can, you know, and I'm um, trying to point them to the Lord, but also the support of a church family, a local body. And that's one of the reasons Marketplace Chaplains doesn't just bring in professional chaplains from some other place to come and serve the local businesses. They want local chaplains so that we can help them plug into local resources like the churches and, you know, other things like we help with help connect them to food banks or um, homeless shelters if they're in need or even um, counseling services that are, that go beyond what a chaplain is able to do. And being able to help them find what they need is really a big deal in the role of chaplain. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, can you share um, what you would consider a success story um, since you're just with your experience in chaplaincy there with this particular marketplace? Sure. So one day I received a phone call. Um, and I could tell it was from one of my work sites. And it was a manager who was calling me up and she said, Chaplain Stephanie, I have an employee here who, who needs to talk to you. She's having a really bad day. She can't focus on her job and she needs somebody to talk to. And so I knew that you said we could call you if you needed it. So she's trying. Now, this employee, I had never met her before. So it was awkward for her and for me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, speaking to a complete stranger. But she knew I was a safe place to come. What we talk about is going to be confidential. What what we're going to do, I'm not going to be reporting to her HR manager or her boss about things she can share freely and um, and know that it's a safe place. So she shared with me the struggles she was going through and some very touchy family drama and that she was dealing with. She was a very young woman dealing with a lot of responsibilities dropped on her and some hard things from her past. And so she shared and cried and we talked and um, I was able to share some encouragement from scripture and able to pray with her on the phone. I was actually out of town, but but because it was a chaplain number, you know, I knew I needed to take the call. And I, I sat in the on the phone in the parking lot at a store and talked to her on the phone and, and just listened and cried and prayed, you know. Mm-hmm. And once we hung up after that fairly brief conversation, you know, less than 20 minutes, I thought, I turned to my husband. I said, I don't, I don't know if that did any good, but I just did what God put in front of me. And, and then I'll just keep praying for her. Well, fast forward three months later. I mean, I continued to visit that work site, but my visits never coincided with this young lady's shift. And I never met her until three months later, the office manager who had directed her to call me said, Hey, she is here today and she wants to meet you. So I got to meet her and it was just the most wonderful thing. She gave me a big hug and she said, I don't know what I would have done if you hadn't been there to listen. She said, in fact, things are settling down in my life and I have decided to go back to school and get my degree in counseling (laughs) because I need to be that person that you were for me. And she went from not having a direction in her life and from floundering and, and having all of these struggles to now having a purpose and knowing that just being there for someone else is what she could do to bless the people around her too. And it just made me feel so good. Like all I did was listen, but God put me in her path for a reason. And he used that. And I can't wait to see the fruit of how that continues to work out. I love that. I love that. And I appreciate you sharing one of your personal stories because that's what the data is showing. And which is why it's becoming so popular in these marketplace positions, because they're they're getting much higher rates of employee engagement, satisfaction, um, you know, which which results in retention. You know, without all the employee turnover, it's easier to get new prospective employees, you know, to come on board and onboarding. So 
I, I think that's exciting. I think it's exciting. Stephanie, I know there's going to be ladies that are interested. So if, if somebody's, they're going to go to the website, and look up Marketplace Chaplain. What if they said, but but what's my next step? What would, what might you speak into them if there's an interest in, in seeing if God may have something like this in the future? Well, um, I have not checked out the website recently, so I'm not familiar with how to navigate that. But I wouldn't mind to even have a conversation with ladies if they wanted to email me. Um, okay. My email okay. address, we can post that as well. But sure. I have a chaplain email. It's Stephanie Schauf at mchapusa.com. It's just an easy way I could answer questions or help them. I can also get them in touch with the recruiters who are responsible for the central Illinois area. And because honestly, female chaplains are a lot harder to come by, you know? Yes, they recruit chaplains mostly out of ministry positions just because those are pastors who are used to answering questions and talking with people. That's part of you know, pastoral training in a lot of ways. They like to have a male and a female chaplain at each work site so that all the employees feel they have someone they can connect with and talk to. We're very careful not to cross any kind of personal boundaries. You know, once someone starts sharing personal information, you grow attached, you know, to the person you're sharing with. And so we're also very careful to keep healthy boundaries in place and um, protect the integrity of the chaplain as well as the workplace. And so we have male and female chaplains at every location, no matter how large or small. And so female chaplains are hard to find because we're raising our kids. We have our own jobs. We have ministries that we're in charge of. But God brought this across my path just as my youngest child left for college. And I was faced with emptiness and wondering, whatever am I going to do with all this extra time? <laughs> that is so exciting. Ladies, this is a good time for a commercial. You hear me say this every week. Stephanie will tell you, I'm just an ordinary woman like the rest of us with an extraordinary God. And he always has the plan for our lives and will navigate us right into the path. But we never underestimate what God's going to do and how he positions. So as you're listening to Stephanie, this is an example that you want to be connected to the community because we can learn from each other. We can share resources with each other. So if you're not following us, follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can see us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women and then find us on our webpage at ibsa.org backslash women. We want you connected to us for purposes like this that we can just share. Look what God's doing in other lives or here's certain resources that are available. And more importantly, it's a place, ladies, for you to reach out if God's doing something in your life and you need a resource that we can help connect you. We can help connect you to that. So Stephanie, now are you, you told me that or told us earlier that you enjoy writing, you write curriculums. You also have a blog. Yes. Share that with the ladies in case they want to follow you. And we'll put that link in the episode notes also. And my blog is called not so perfect pw.wordpress.com. It's mostly about being a pastor's wife, but also about raising kids in ministry. And then, and there's another section on that blog that gives uh, links to some of the Bible studies and curriculum I have written for people to use for free if they want to use that in their ministries. Very neat. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I'm grateful for you. I'm so glad God brought you to Illinois and our paths got to cross. So me too. Thank you. That's good. I thank you again for being with us today and sharing some of your story with the ladies across Illinois. Thank you so much for having me. I really hope it encourages other ladies to just say yes when God puts an opportunity in front of you. You just never know what blessings are going to come out of that. 
Amen. Just the joy you carry, girl, is just contagious. That's good. Ladies, if you're listening, like I said, I'll have in the episode notes, Stephanie's email address. We'll put the link to the Marketplace Chaplains, and then we'll put a, a link to her blog that she shared with you. Not so perfect, PW. Okay, ladies, be encouraged. You know, be encouraged today. Know that God has works for your life, just like he does, Stephanie. Just, just keep seeking. He promises us if we seek him, we'll find him, right? If we seek him with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our soul, let's be women that do that because there is a lost world like like what stephanie said earlier the lost people really are lost right they don't know where to stop and find directions god brings us to them he brings us to them so let's not miss it all right ladies thank you so much for joining us today have a great rest of your friday have a good weekend and we'll see you back here next week on the priority now podcast you've been listening to the priority now podcast with host carmen halsey resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.